What's up? What's and, up, guys? Uh, our guest, Mr. Ryan Nelson. Here I am. <laughs> Ryan, <laughs> welcome back, baby. It's good to be here, man. It's good yeah. to be back with you. You are our second repeat podcast guest. Ooh. Uh, we did one with Ray Falcher. That was yes. like, one of our first ones when we did your first one. And then we nice. did his like track by track. Yeah. Kind of similar to what we're going to be doing with you, but uh, we're just going to be talking a little more than just specifically song by song. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We're boys. Yeah. You we're, were, all, um, we're, all, we're all old friends here by now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, were, you were episode number three. Yeah. I'm about to say it was pretty early on. Yes. Here we are just over a year later, and yeah. we're at like 53, we'll like somewhere 50 around there. Five, something like that. So it's been a, a fun year for both Sweet. of us, I'd say. Yes. Yeah. So let's talk about... You know what's going on with uh, your. You know you have the EP ready and you're dropping one single at a time. So let's jump into the first one. Yeah, man. Well, so well, the first one was Show Up Drunk. Yeah. For me, like, because yeah. I did this whole project with Grady Saxman. Yep. Saxman Studios. That's Saxman Studios, recently renovated Saxman Studios. Yeah. It's beautiful. It is. We're um, out there. But yeah, we when we set out to do this, you know, I I had a lot of people telling me, you know, you should you should not try to produce yourself. Yeah. all the time because you know bringing somebody else in can take a lot of pressure off you and I always I didn't know what it was like to try to hire so I, I didn't know how, where that had to be, how to begin that process right. so I was like you know what Grady and I you know known each other for a while worked on projects together and I really respected him I loved you know what he did and I, all everything I ever heard from him I was just like that sounds great. Top so yeah. I'm like, damn. And so, but I, you know, I didn't want to do it like just like a regular demo session where you go crank out the songs without any thought. So I, I call it Grady on the phone and I let him know I want to do something serious and I wanted him to contribute too. And, and me contribute and, and like actually hone in on a sound and him influence it as, as much as I do. Right. And, uh, kind of let myself not have to deal with all the pressure of it. Yeah. So when we did that, we found out that uh, we worked quite well together. <laughs> and we got six songs, and we did a full pre-production, man. Like, we, we talked through it, man. We hung out, drank beers and margaritas and shit, and we, uh, we talked through the songs, and we really, I think we had a really good grasp of what we wanted, too. Like, through like, the actual vision of what we wanted all together was intact so yeah. we're like okay let's go crush these songs and we did uh like honestly it was pretty fast like getting the songs tracked but all this time waiting has been all the post-production mixing right. mastering yeah. really really getting something we love and so i'm glad we did it it's coming out later than i wanted it to but right. i'm glad we did it um and show up drum was the first one back in september i did that one and then the way my heart breaks is kind of the lead off of the rest of them. Yeah. And there's gonna be five total. Yeah. So the way my heart breaks, you know, that was a song that just I had a lot of people 
ask me yeah. to record that for yeah. a long time. I remember the first time he played that for us. Um, I was like, wow, that's a really touching song. And you were like, everyone says it's like my best song, but I'm like, nah, I got ones that are just as good. <laughs> that was on our last podcast. Yeah, so. I mean, I do I do have like a lot of uh, songs that I, I think rival it for sure. Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that, that song is, I mean, shit. It's, it's hard to write a song that you can look at and go, I think that's a perfect song. Yeah. Just like the subject matter, the melody, the, the, the music, yeah. everything. It's concise. It doesn't take too much time to say what it's trying. And like all those things combined, I'm like, it might be one of the closer things I've written to like what is called a perfect song. Right. But I have some other ones that I do think would rather it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's one of the things, too, if you're talking about country music and you're talking about what makes a great song, a lot of it is vivid imagery through simplicity. Right? Yeah, no doubt. So getting no an getting idea in your head, and honestly, some of it, like with your song, you could think about it yourself, right? You can be in your own head with, your, with those lyrics right. and kind of really see your own picture, right? And for me, that's what a song that really hits me, that really hits me in the chest yeah. does. And I think that one totally does that. I, yeah, I think it's I think it's important to, sh- like, show it instead of saying it. Like, yeah. Really be, really paint a moment or paint a, an image or whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Like, get in, get into it. Like, really where you can see it and yeah. feel it. That's, that's like, that... When I'm able to do that on a song, that's when I'm like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. a good one, you know? And I think it's cool on that song, too, where you're kind of painting the picture of the female character, right? Right. But you're painting it through how the male character is, like, feeling and how they're yeah. expressing it. Yeah. Which I think is a really cool way to do it. Like, you're, you're seeing a person develop through the other person's reactions to how they are you know I mean? right absolutely it's it's a I think that's one of the things that when you listen to that song over and over and over like I did <laughs> and Hell do yeah, thank you <laughs> yeah and do that's probably like five whole cents that you yeah. gave me right there. <laughs> <laughs> give it to you baby yeah <laughs> but that's uh when you're doing that I think it's one of those songs where you start thinking about how that came together you know and it's a little yeah. different than a lot of other songs it, yeah, man, I dude Sam Crabtree too. That guy, he's he's just like very, he's he's quick and he's also really precise at the same time, which is hard to be both. Yeah, <laughs> it's quite hard to be both things. And Sam is like consistently that. Yeah. He's just like, damn, we've written. I mean, honestly, some of the other songs that I have that rival the way my heart breaks are also with Sam, Sam. Crabtree. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, just a heartfelt guy. He kicks ass, dude. And he's not even a songwriter. That's honestly that's something I love too. Like, yeah, I know it's I know it's cool to get in the publishing label and get all the big rights with the big names and all that stuff. But like, my journey through this town and seeing all the shit I've seen, like now when I see somebody who I know is fucking good, I just know. Yeah. And it, they're not always signed to some big label. They're not always the guy with the big name. Yeah. And if you become great friends with those people and then and you're riding together you know good shit's just gonna happen yeah and so 
You know, yeah. it's, it's not only one way to cultivate that. Absolutely. Great songs. Yep. Coming out in consistency. You know, not every great songwriter has a publishing deal or has major label. Absolutely, man. And yeah. and like you know, some of these guys like with with Sam, he is a media guy. He's Riley, he's yeah. Riley Green's media guy. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, you've probably been out to shows yep. with him. So yep. yeah. So, you know, he that's what his that's what his job is, but he's also a poet. He's also a painter, and he writes great songs, and it's yeah. just like, that's the people I, I try to find myself around who push me in different ways than I usually go. Yeah, just creative in so many different avenues. Right, absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah. Do you try to write with different people often, or you know, just kind of mix it up? You know, I probably bring in, I probably bring in a write that's, that's somebody I haven't written with like a couple times a month. Of, of my whole month, most of it will be people that I write with all the time. Yeah. But also, well, you know, when the third comes on, like, it basically, like, me and Tyler, we have Tuesdays. Yeah. You know, uh, me and Nate Frederick write all the time. Yeah. You know. You bring in a third person into that room. Bring, but whoever the third is, that might be a new person. So right. you never know. But, like, I have people that I consistently write with, and then you never know who the third will be. You right. Know? Yeah. Um. So, it's uh, the 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 three way writing is definitely helps it come out uh, so much faster and like it. Everyone talks about the Nashville like you know co writing thing and everyone that comes to town they never they never they've never done that before. They're like, yeah, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know like I don't know if that's for me, you know. Yeah. And I'm always just like, no, you just gotta do it. Yeah. Because once you start doing it, then you realize like, oh shit, I can get a song that doesn't even sound like what I would do ever. And I can have that to my name. Yeah. Like, oh, I wrote this song that's so outside the box from what I would normally do because you were there and you were co-writing with two people who stylistically maybe were different than you. Yeah. And all of a sudden you got all this crazy, you know, stuff. So um, bringing in new writers, yeah, I'd love to do that. The people that are like staples, I like to just keep writing with people that I know are yeah, going to write sweet with. songs with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And attending, you know, writers' rounds around Nashville and stuff, you you hear it a lot now. You know, I wrote this one with Ryan Nelson, and it <laughs> yeah, is yeah, kind yeah. of all over the place. You know, sometimes, but yeah, it's, you hear it a lot. So that's got to be pretty cool. And you know, Man, all awesome. the people you it's interact awesome. with. I'll tell you what, like doing it the way that I've done it, as as independent and DIY kind of styles I've done it. Like the 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 younger crowd in Nashville that's come in after me, yeah, has really like helped me so much because they they're becoming fans yeah and being vocal to me about it and vocal to other people about it and then you know when we get to write and I, I meet some of them and we become friends and write songs and you know these might be some of the best songs they ever wrote for right because they they're so new to it and you know I have experience and I'm helping them write songs that when I moved to town it was Tyler Reeve and you know guys like that who were older than me and knew more than me, helping me to learn. Right. So, you know, kind of, it's pay, man, it's a big pay it forward town, I would say. Yeah. Big time. Oh, and that's, uh, yeah, I think that's part of what makes this community in Nashville and the songwriting community so special is you'll, you'll go through that phase of, I'm the new guy, um, I need help, and people help you. And yeah, absolutely. Like, now I'm someone that can help people. You know, I, right. can, I can get you in the room, we can get a song that's going to be one of the, 
your favorite songs you ever wrote. Right. You know? And you know, a lot of these guys at the publishing labels are doing that too. They're trying to put yep. them on these new <laughs> artists and stuff like that. I'm finding the new artists completely organically. Right. I just go see them and I'm like, dude, this person kicks ass. I'm going to, you know, see if they want to write songs. And whenever we, you know, whenever I do get in the room with most of these kids I, or people I'm meeting, you know, newer to town, we get something sweet. Yeah. And, you know, so I think, I think that's, like I said, I bring in a few new people a month, you know, maybe yeah. a couple or two, a handful or whatever. So we'll uh, grow. Yeah. Grow and grow and grow. <laughs> and speaking to how, like, you know, you, you say you're, you'll just be sitting in a room and, you know, you just have that feeling. Um, you know, hanging out with you, you can kind of see that your creative mind is always working, right? Like, I can see, like, you taking in the music and you can see the wheel spinning. So talk a little bit about that, about how you might be watching around and, you as a songwriter, as an artist, as a producer, you're, yeah. you're probably thinking of a lot of different things. I could do this for this person, or you're getting ideas for yourself, yeah, what you could do with somebody right. else. Like, how does that, how do you take that all in? It, honestly, I, I noticed early on that if I, if I try to dig too hard into it, that it exhausts my mind, and I don't even want to, like, I don't even want to go there. So nowadays, I've I've been able to really uh, surface level everything, and just go, do I like this? Yeah. When I hear this, do I like it? Doesn't matter why. Doesn't matter how. Yeah. Or what it is. Do I like it? And if I do like it, that's all that matters to me. I'll go up to that person afterwards and be like, Yo, I liked what you were doing. That was awesome. Yeah. Because it's you know kind of nerve wracking to get on stage and play your songs that you wrote. Yeah. Anyway. In, in its own right so then you do that and it always helps have encouragement so I'm like if I hear something I do like I'm like yo that was awesome Yeah. because people were doing that for me and I mean that's mm -hmm. the encouragement keeps on growing but um, I, I will say I, I do sometimes really dig in to what's going on but that's because I really liked it Yeah. if I really like something then I start digging really hard and start racking my brain but like then I don't mind. Then I don't mind it because I'm like, oh, what are they do? What are they doing that I like, and right. and why? Right. Why do I like it? Because that's like, it's such a big, huge part of it. Like, oh, yeah. anything can be cool. Mm -hmm. Knowing why it's cool, figuring out why it's cool. That's that's the ticket. Yeah. You know? Like with the with like Morgan Wallen and stuff. Like some of this newer stuff that's like, it's it's authentic, but it's it's kind of poppy. It's kind of yeah. Like. And a lot of people don't know what to think about it, but I think it's so dope. Like, yeah, that's just their own thing that they yep. they found that sound. They found this thing that was uniquely what they were doing, and crushed it. Yeah. And like when I see people out in the town, riders around stuff like that, that I actually really start digging into. It's like, oh damn, that's almost that's almost good. That's almost different. I don't know whatever the hell that was. Right. I'm interested. Trying you to know? figure that out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But then there's other stuff that I can. I can surface level like it. Yeah, like, that's cool. You're yeah. doing a good job, you know? I think that's one of the things where people kind of come to us and not having a musical background at all. I'm like, they were like, hey, what do you think of this song? And I'm like, dude, I dig this song. It sounds kind of like this. No, absolutely. You know, that's yeah. like for what people use me for. It's no like that doubt. top end, you know? Like, sure, sure. Is this cool? Could you hear this? Do you think this is a radio song? You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Yeah, you're a big, you're a good resource for that. I send you so I send Nikki songs all the time, yeah. just like yo, what, what vein is, what is this? Yeah, what the fuck did I just write? <laughs> I don't even know. But I think that's cool too because 
you know, in the community, you guys are pretty much all your friends are songwriters, right? So yeah, man. It's sometimes a- they're like, well, here's how I would have done that. Or people are trying to break down every, every single piece of music and what they would do in a situation where... I think when I'm in a write, I definitely scrutinize the song a lot because yeah. I want it to be unique from other shit that I know. Right. And my encyclopedia in my brain of songs is pretty big. Right. So I can usually go, ooh, we're sounding just like this. Yeah. And sometimes I've noticed like that can kill the vibe. And you don't want to kill the vibe. Right. And with certain writers, it can kill the vibe. So I know I kind of learned who to do that with and who not to do it. Yeah. But I don't want to stand right on top of someone else's melody because I want a melody that sounds like me. Right. I don't want a melody that sounds like them. Right. Whoever it is. Right. You know, and we were talking earlier about like everybody's, everybody kind of does like in some way sound like their heroes because yeah. that's how, like who taught them right. how to do what they do yeah. or whatever. What you listen to the most, you know. And I, even even then, like knowing that, I try to like, like when I'm sounding to Tim McGraw, I'm like, oh shit, so I don't, I'm not do that, you know. But but then it pushes me to like, you know, sound a little bit different than that thing that I could peg and be like, oh, I'm right on top of Tim McGraw with this. Yeah. If I if I change it just enough to make it me, then that's where the that's where the gold mine is. Because it gives you the feelings that you got from Tim McGraw, but I'm not standing on top of his melody. Right. You Makes know? Sense. I'm on my own melody. Yeah. So that's, I think, a big part of a uh, whole taste and artists, like, having a hard time breaking away from, like, sounding who they, sounding like they're heroes or whatever right. too much. Yeah. And I'm sure that's tough because you grew up and you're singing those songs on the radio. And you're trying to sound exactly like they sound. Right. No, it's like a, it's like a karaoke show. You're yeah. like, hey, I'm, I'm, listen, I can sound just like Alan Jackson. Yeah. Watch this shit. So, yeah, it's a, I was like a five year old kid. Like, listen, my mom, Alan Jackson. <laughs> we, we were like 15 by then, but yeah. I knew, I knew one day I was gonna have a serious mustache and a and a, and a fucking like long locks sticking out of a cowboy hat. I knew it. You're like, I know it, mom. I know mom, it, one day I will. <laughs> I would not when I was a kid. I wouldn't wear anything but cowboy boots. Yeah. And my mom was like, "Look, Brian, look at these sneakers and shit." I'm like, "No, cowboy boots." I'd wear them till the damn soles were just completely <laughs> just fall to pieces. And my mom would finally look down at my shoes and be like, "You're walking weird. Like, what's up with it? Oh my god!" Like, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, I was that kid. Born in boots. I love boots, man. I always did. I always wanted to be Alan Jackson, man. One day I'm going to grow up. <laughs> I mean, that's not a bad person to want to be. I'm telling you. Dude, let's talk about what's what's the next single you got coming out? Well, I just put out Easy Now. Yeah. And that one, dude, that one's got an awesome response. If you're listening to this podcast and you've listened to Easy Now, thank you. Yeah. A great um, summer tailgate. Man, yeah. it is. And it's and it's just a, it's a country song, man. I just want to make a country song. And you wrote and that with your boys, too. Yeah, I wrote it with some great friends. It was a write that was a long time in the making. Ward Gunther, Jordan Fletcher, two of my good friends. And, man, it was just like the the thing I'm trying to convey, I think, got conveyed there. Yeah. However it did. Yeah. And um, it was so natural. That happened so fast. And it's country is all get out. The way that, the way that we recorded it, I wanted it to be like, uh, like what Waylon Jennings or like that almost like 
four on the floor, just kind of like, just busty in the face, country stuff, uh, line dancing stuff, you know. Yeah. And when I do it live, I do it like in a kind of like a little bluesier way. So I got like two whole versions of that song that I did, yeah. and I. That that's honestly made me love the song too. Yeah, it's like really wow, cool. I can play, I can do different styles of the song, and I, and honestly, I just wanted something that if you played it in a, in the, you know, honky tonk bars that I grew up going to and shit, like it would fit right in. People would be line dancing, and people would be getting down to it. So glad that it's it, people who like that stuff are finding it. Yeah. So that's cool. That's yeah. really cool. Hell yeah. And I hope they continue to find it. Yeah. <laughs> but so the next one after that's Breaking in Leather. Which we've heard. Shout out to Jay Larson who loves that song and helped convince me to cut that. Dude, um, that's a killer song. I remember when you did the live version of that, I was like, man, that's a good song. And it's a, it's a very Ryan Nelson song. You yeah, know, it's man. like, it's about mm-hmm. having a good time and like. <laughs> Southern rock kind of. life out. Yep. Figuring life out and. It's, uh, Everybody loves those nostalgia songs, you know. Yeah, some of those Kenny Chesney songs that I grew up and really McGraw. loving, and Tim McGraw and all that yeah. stuff was like, yeah, definitely um, nostalgia for like your youth and just like learning all the learning you do. Yeah, um, and uh, yeah, that that was just one of those ones, man. Ray Fulcher, Chad Bishop, two guys I love being in the room with and love their personalities and. Uh, that one was easy too, man. It's when the songs come easy. That's like that's what I want. Yeah, that's what I really want. A lot of times those are the best ones. Yeah, they are, and I I notice it too. I'm like songs I have to fight for too much. I I don't always end up like really sticking to it at the end of the day. But a song that just shows itself in like an hour, I'm like, okay, <laughs> that had to come out for whatever reason. Yeah, you know. And I think that was breaking the leather was definitely one of those. And the way that we tracked it, and the way that it's mixed, and just the way it sounds, it it sounds like if you were gonna ask me to put some song to radio off off this you know project, it would either be show up drunk or probably show up drunk first and then breaking the load. Yeah, absolutely. It's a uh, it's one of those songs too where it puts a smile on whoever's face I play it for the first time they hear it. You yeah, know what I mean, like yeah, everyone's been there, it. dude. Yeah, everyone's been there, dude. When you're a kid, yep. you can't like. You can't go to your parents' house and go in your room and like do sexual things. Yeah. You can't do that. You're, right. you're, and if you can, well, God bless y'all. <laughs> but you couldn't at my house. Yeah. And sure as hell, probably not her house. So uh, That's how you get shot. No, definitely. Yeah, definitely so. So, like, uh, and I honestly did lose my virginity in my vehicle. So I... <laughs> It was something I, you know... You're like, this is close to my heart. This is close to my heart right here, though. <laughs> it really was. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited for it to come out. I know a lot of people have asked me to record that song as well. Yeah. So, I'm excited for them to be able to hear the, like, studio, studio version. Right. They'll have the other, the live version, yeah. which I love. Yeah. It's sweet. Yeah. yeah. All my band on that song killed it. Right. But this one's the studio. It's more, a little more... Polished. Yeah, a little more polished. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I dig it. And then, uh, what's after that? Oh, I know this bar. Yeah. Oh, I know this bar, man. That song, that was another one that was like an hour. Or like, maybe not. It was so fast. And Did you write that one away? That was uh, Jordan, Fletcher, and Riley yeah. Green. Yeah. Um, we Shoot, we sat down on that one. 
And I can't remember, I don't even remember who had that hook. It might, probably Riley, honestly, Riley has a lot of great hooks. And uh, he threw that hook out and I was, we all just were like, yeah, that's easy, man. Like the guitar, we did, the guitar just made itself happen. And it, shoot, man, we fired, everyone was firing, firing, firing. We were crafting it, shaping it as it's happening, you know. That, those are my favorite, man, when they just, <laughs> they're happening so fast you can't even catch up to how fast it's moving. Yeah. Those are the best. <laughs> so it was one of those, and I'll never forget, um, after we wrote that and the team heard it and everything, we came in for another ride later, and we, we go in, and Bradley, Jordan's there, and Joe Lee, and all these guys, and Bradley came up to me, he said, man, I, I think you might have just wrote you a number one. <laughs> and I was like, dude, Hell yeah. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, uh, Bradley Jordan, I, I value that guy's opinion quite a bit. You yeah. know, he's a he's a good dude, great an important guy, music. great yeah. curator, that's right. And yeah. um, he always really liked that song, and I always really liked that song. And when, you know, it didn't pan out for Riley's selection of songs yeah. he was doing, I was like, well, I'm cutting that. Yeah. That's a great one, you know? Yeah, not letting that sit on the shelf. Yeah, no way. That song's too That song's too good. It feels good. It's another one of those. It's like, it's country. It would yeah. fit in on the dance floor. People yeah. would dance to that, yep. you know? Um, yeah, it sounds like you'd hear that at a honky-tonk. Absolutely, you know, at about man. three in the morning. That is correct. Everything's closing down. That's correct. <laughs> That's when the story starts. That's correct. <laughs> it, no, it, feel, yeah, it feels like it's subject matter. It absolutely yeah, does. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just always love that song. And the last one's All We Ever Knew, another one I did with Chad Bishop and my buddy Daniel Johnson. And uh, that was just like, I, everyone's got their hometown songs. I like hometown songs and I don't like hometown songs. Yeah. Because <laughs> everyone's got one and like nothing makes your hometown more special than my hometown, but but it is to you. So right. that's why you write those songs. But like sometimes a hometown song is just so fucking good. Yeah. You know? Like one I think of is, and I don't even know if you want to call it a hometown song, but Round Here Buzz. Like it, uh, just, yeah. it feels like a, you know, he's stuck there. In the I used to say it is a hometown I mean, that's song, a totally you know. A song. Yeah, I, yeah. I, sometimes when you make them great, they're great. And yeah. all we ever knew was one to me that I just I always stood out. I wrote that song so blitzed, and I was in my <laughs> house, and it fell out. Like I'm not kidding. Like verses upon verses of that song fell out of my mouth as I was playing, and I was just so baked, and I was just <laughs> it was all just dumping out. And then I didn't finish it. I didn't have a course or nothing. Then I went, hung out with Chad and Daniel Johnson the next day to, you know, write a song and, you know, just hang out, maybe grill something, you know, whoever knows. And then we end up getting into this and I said, dude, this song that I wrote yesterday is really cool, but it's not done. We, maybe we should all just finish it. <laughs> and it's like, okay, let's do that. Yeah. And, uh. I couldn't be happier than I did. We that that happened so fast. It was like it was so natural. We even recorded a demo of it right there on the spot, and the whole ride was like five and a half hours, and we didn't even care. We're just like, hell yeah. <laughs> Two of my good friends were like, this yeah. is great, dude. This is awesome. Well, that's the best part too, is you get to hang with your buddies. For I'm gonna get I'm gonna get gin soda. Is that cool? Yeah. Do it. Do it. <laughs> you didn't even crack it. Got to keep the man hydrated. You just, just got me into a new thing. New dude. thing. Dude, these, I'm not kidding, guys. These white calls, yeah. whoa. Yeah. 
Whoa. They're opening a new world. Don't show rednecks white claw. Okay? Because <laughs> yeah. they showed white girls and you saw what happened. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> Do not show too many rednecks about white claw. Because all of a sudden, guys are going to be like, hey, honey, you get that case of white claw? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude. I remember the first time I saw those, I was like, oh, I don't know. It's just basically vodka drinks. And then I'm like, oh, no, it tastes delicious. It's just it's seltzer like cool water. Way. It's like 5%. Yeah. It's it like drinking like a beer. Liquor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty and much. And it's not so heavy. You can drink like a billion of them. Yeah. <laughs> you can just, like, it does make you burp. It'll My limit's burp half a billion, but, you know, you do <laughs> <Yeah>. you. <laughs> drink a billion. <laughs> <laughs> One billion beers. One billion <laughs> seltzers. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh,. You came up for my birthday for the first Ray's Rowdy house party. Speaking, that was something, dude. Speaking of a billion beers, yeah. we uh, Ryan came up to Pittsburgh for my birthday, which uh, I'm not going to say how old I was, but I'm hella old. And, <laughs> and Ryan and, uh, came up, and he brought a special guest, Mr. Derek, for here from Nashville, up with him. Figured I'd hitch a ride. Yeah. <laughs> nice little ride. And we had the first Ray's Rowdy house party. It was sick. <laughs> I had a blast. It was fun. Yeah, man. man. We uh, we had a good time. It was that that was about as drunk as I think me and you have ever been together. I think so. We, we yeah. might we yeah. might have got to that same place one time before, but I don't think any of us remember if it did happen. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's probably correct. <laughs> no, it was the, definitely. Uh, so my whole mindset was like, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna be professional. I'm gonna do my job. I'm gonna play. You know, show. I'm gonna be sober. Um, we're gonna get through it, and then we're gonna go out, and we're gonna party, and we're gonna get yeah. rowdy. So I was like, I had it like segmented in my head, like, okay, you know, here we're gonna do this first, and then we're gonna party. And so I'm on, I'm on stage. Yeah. Quote, <laughs> quotes can't see me. Which quoting, is where the, where the couch usually sits. We moved the couch to the correct, side. Correct, correct. Yeah. <laughs> and we had this PA, and we were, we were good to go. And uh, there was a nice seat, a stool there, and I was like, you know what? I think I'm gonna forego the stool. Yeah. I'm stand. I think I'm gonna stand this yeah. one out. <laughs> and, uh, and um, I mean, like two, three shots. I mean, three songs in. Shots are coming to stage. I'm like, oh <laughs> shit, <laughs> here we go. And then, and it wasn't even just Nikki. It, it, it wasn't Derek. It was like everybody was like, yo, you need a drink, dude. Get him a drink, yo. Bud Light, where's the Bud Light? And I'm just like, oh shit, I'm drinking Bud Lights. And then there's shots, and I'm just like, holy fuck. And I think there was even Iron City. Oh, yeah. We had the finest of selections. We had Bush. Heavy. Drinking IC, dude. Bush Heavies. I'm talking, man. It, we, it was great. And then the cowboy hat happened. Oh, yeah. I brought out the good cowboy hat with the eagles on the side and the big Oh, it was serious. Feather. You yeah. channeled, like, the inner, like, most drunken run. Right yeah. I knew how to get it out. <laughs> yeah. You channeled it, and I was... I was playing all my songs I play when I'm too drunk to like really sing well. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was great. We may, we may have made you play show up drunk like six times. Yeah, it was, there's a few. I didn't even mind. I didn't mind You're like, cool. Once the cowboy hat came on, I was I was cruising. You're channeled in. That was stop me. Full honky tonk Ryan Nelson right That now. shit was awesome. I had a blast. I was wearing one of my friend's uh, denim jackets, which felt awesome. Yeah. I felt like I was Elvis or some shit up there. Yeah. <laughs> And then I was like, yeah, shout out to my boy's jacket. Now I'm going to take that off because I'm burning. Yeah. Then, then I went from burning 
like sweating to like, oh, I'm drunk, and then the cowboy hat, then I was just like, all right, here we go. Now <laughs> this is a recipe. This is a recipe for getting around. Yeah. Dude, yeah, that was a killer time. We had about 30 people in my living room in my one-bedroom apartment. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, dude. we drank uh, like seven 30-packs, a couple bottles. Did we really? We went through no. a bottle what? of High West. We went through a bottle no of No wonder Jack I didn't make it to Tequila Cowboy, yeah. dude. Right? <laughs> Everyone's like, Tequila Cowboy! And I'm like... <laughs> we only made it there for one drink and then smartly went to Permanis. And got food. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I need. I still haven't ate a Permanis. Well, you Next know time. what? How is that possible? Have a house party number two, then. How's that possible? <laughs> Next trip. Yeah. I'm saying, dude. We'll go there before we get drunk. Yes, it's not as yes. good. Maybe we'll get some and like keep it for when we are. Maybe drunk. we crush a six pack a piece, walk down there, Done. eat it, yep. come back another six pack. Yeah, that way you'll <laughs> remember it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Permanis plenty of times where it's like, did we get a Permanis last night? Oh, yep, I taste it in my mouth still. <laughs> we, we definitely went to Permanis last night. Yes. <laughs> oh, there, yep, there it is. I had Capicola. Something about that French fries and coleslaw <laughs> yeah. all together just really leads It's like the perfect drunk food. Um, we have, uh, in as part of the Ray's Rowdy world, we have a website domain called uh, solidbaselayer.com. And eventually, we would like to make this into something in the Rage Rowdy world, but I can't talk about it too much. Someone will steal it. <laughs> right, right. But we own SolidBaseLayer.com, which is a good website name. Ooh, that yeah. is cool. It's part of the Rage Rowdy Empire. <laughs> oh, part of the Raised Rowdy Empire. <laughs> Dude, it's like almost like a like an Austin Powers movie. Yeah. <laughs> the Rage Rowdy Empire. <laughs> oh man, it's funny. It's funny too. Like stuff starting to get crazy for us because. People are paying attention to what we do now. And yeah, we, it's awesome. When we started doing this, we weren't sure how many people were paying attention. But now we're starting to get people hitting us up, and they're paying attention. So. Yeah, that's sick. We're Honestly, I, I saw that coming a mile away, dude. Y'all y'all been doing this right, I think, from the beginning. And I was even – I mean, we had the conversation, so you would remember. But yeah. I was remarking to somebody the other day about figuring out about Ray's Route. And like, like I saw on Instagram, there's like – all these posts, like the memes and then like different stuff and like going on y'all's Instagram and like seeing all pretty much my friends, you know, like Laney's on there and Josh Phillips is on there and yeah. I'm like, damn, like Jordan's on there, Musk and I'm like, I have to know this person, you know, <laughs> like I'm, I'm thinking, no way I don't know them. So I'm like, hit, I hit you up, I'm like, hey, uh, who is this? Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm Nick, dude, I'm from Pittsburgh. I'm like, how, the, how do you know about all this in Pittsburgh? <laughs> like, this is like this is like underground shit. I mean, really. That's where my and heart it, it won't be long, you know, for right. the people that I mentioned and everything. But like, that at the time when this was all getting started, that was definitely underground. And I'm just like, how does any how does they how do they know this? Like, yeah. How does anybody outside of the town? How would they even know about this stuff? And it, it was like somebody's obviously doing their research. And then we, you know, yeah. started our own. Uh, relationship on the internet. Yep. <laughs> we, we started with an internet relationship, me and Nikki. Sometimes and, these uh, things work out. Yeah. And uh, man, I was like, damn, this guy really knows like what he's talking about and who's hot and what's cool in town. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> and I knew like right away, I'm like, this is that can be really 
big because no other like blog was really doing yeah. that. Yeah. Really knowing about people the inner workings. On it. Yeah, people touch on it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But I think that's one of the things that people dig. If you pay them enough money, they will mention you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've heard those stories. Yeah. <laughs> 750 bucks and we'll we'll write a, a three paragraph article about you all right yeah <laughs> man that's brutal that's tough man that's one of the things that we we want to never do right and i will be fine making less money or knowing i'm doing service to the community and not yeah man and honestly like it's as long as i mean you curate what you post and what you don't so yeah. i mean you you get to still curate it yeah yeah and Students be the things that you actually want. I think that's the power of it. Yeah. Is I, as well as all of our other writers, can talk about the shit that they're really passionate about. And, and that's what's cool because, too, like with y'all's whole crew, like different tastes in that crew, yeah. different uh, artists that different people are hot on and, and yeah. seeing the different things that are coming off and spinning off of that and yeah. having a network of people that are like, oh, have you heard the new, have you heard this, this, like. Really having your bases covered. Bouncing that off each other. Like, Derek's down here in Nashville, and he's like, dude, did you hear this person? Or I'll send him to a round, and I'll be like, yeah, dude, you probably, like, especially when you first moved down here. Yeah. I was like, dude, you should go to this round. Right. And you were like, all right, cool. And then you're like, dude, do you see this person? And I'm like, no. Then I'd, like, go down the well of finding out. Straight up, yeah. And when you got a whole, like, crowd of people doing that, too, then you really, like, then it starts to really pay dividends. Yep. That's Really having all your bases checked. Yeah. And that's fun finding people around here because you can go, I can come out to see, you know, you and Job and Jordan, and then there's some, some female in the next round and she just blows me away. And right. I'm like, everyone shuts up and listens and I've never heard of this person before. Yeah. And I'm like, Nick, you know, we got, we got to talk to this person and you find them on, you know, the internet and sure enough that they have hits and boom, yeah. they're on our playlist, yeah. you know, one hour later. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. That's it. That's the way to do it though. It's, it's totally organic. I, yeah. I love it. I think we are doing super badass and uh, I think most people do that find y'all yeah (laughs) you know we're uh, we're hoping to keep growing and help get a bigger and bigger platform for artists like you that we love man thank you yeah yeah (laughs) yeah well guys uh, Ryan why don't you tell everybody where they should be following you on the interwebs so uh, (laughs) Instagram is probably my favorite uh, platform to use so it's uh, it's Ryan Nelson underscore on the Instagram, on Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Ryan Nelson Music, and Twitter, I don't really mess with. <laughs> I have one, but I'm just like, meh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I want to be more into it than I am. That's why I yeah. have one, but like, I just. Twitter's noisy. I don't know how to even like get into what I want to see. And it's yeah. Like, uh, it's, uh, Twitter's one of those things where it's like, Shout out to Reddit for my football games. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. I definitely use And baseball that. and hockey yeah. and everything else yeah, that you're yeah, getting and everything for Everything else. I, I love you. Uh, thank you. Oh, man. For your services. Well, guys, thanks so much for, for sitting down with us and listening to this podcast with three of us drinking idiots. Here we are. Cheers. Well, yeah, we appreciate it. Make sure you subscribe. Go download Ryan's songs. Don't just get them on streaming actually pay to download them oh, give, give him a good like 15 cents instead of that fraction of a penny give me a 15 cent hug yeah <laughs> just a good old hug yeah 15 cents. <laughs> we uh 
We appreciate you guys listening. Make sure you subscribe if you like it and share it with your friends. That's how this gets out, man. We don't really have money to put behind sharing stuff, but if you guys send it to your friends and people that you think would like his music, that's what really does the work for us. We appreciate you guys listening. This is Nikki T, and we'll see you in the front row. I'll probably show up drunk With my shirt undone Drinking my hand Not giving a damn Chasing that summer sun Probably bomb a smoke Try to hold my own Yeah Ask me tomorrow And I won't remember what I've done I'll probably show up Probably show up drunk